welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 66. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. Uh, in the midst of summertime, the heat is on. Yes, hope everyone's staying cool. Now, I feel like it's been a pretty busy week in the mainstream media, and what I see happening is people are enjoying the summer and not paying attention, which is good for your mental health overall, but there was a lot of stuff happening this week. So in no particular order of importance, because everything here is pretty big if you think about it. Uh, First, we had the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. He was gunned down at a like a speech rally thing by a person with a homemade shotgun. Uh, He fired off two shots uh, and then he was pronounced dead in the hospital. They caught the suspect and the motive given for the shooting was that the suspect's uh, mother belonged to a religious organization that Shinzo Abe kind of was like a spokesperson for. And this religion requires you to like donate a percentage of your like overall wealth. And supposedly this guy's mother went into like bankruptcy. She gave all this stuff to this religion and that was his motive for shooting Abe. And obviously here in the States, this brought up the fact that, see, Japan has guns outlawed and criminals still get guns somehow. So that's the argument for not having gun laws. And if you think that assassinations are not common, uh, we forget that during the pandemic, the leader of Tanzania was assassinated. And I believe also Ghana was assassinated. And there was one more. I'm not sure where. And it just all happened that these guys were against uh, mass vaccinations. So this Shinzo Abe thing is not, it's being publicized more than the other ones, but it's happening a lot more than we think. And next we will move over to the UK where Boris Johnson resigned last week. Now his resignation stems from supposedly this scandal where he had a party when the lockdowns, when everyone else was locked down in the country and him and his friends had some uh, wine and cheese. And that's supposedly why he was forced to resign. Now there was a bunch of ministers under him that resigned because of this and then he had no choice but to resign. And then the parliament, I guess, has a vote of no confidence. And if the vote of no confidence goes through, then he's actually out. So I think he's out in October. Now we have different systems here in the United States than in the UK, but if you follow this logic and we were all in this quote-unquote together during the pandemic, then we should be getting rid of Gavin Newsom and his little stunt at the French Laundry and also Nancy Pelosi for getting her hair done, right? That time. So now let's move back over here to the United States where we have another issue with our fine president. Now it seems that the president that got the most votes ever is the most unpopular president right now according to polls many polls he's like underwater he's worst ratings ever and things are so bad that even democrats don't want him to run in 2024 because they just know he's 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 dead he's done he's he's out of it but with that comes uh, supposedly some hackers out of 4chan broke into hunter biden's icloud hacked into iCloud account and got all this uh data on him all these videos all this stuff showing him weighing out meth and being with hookers and pedo pete whatever that means that's supposedly biden just happens to come out right now i do not mean to be rude but if you believe that some hackers from a message board like 4chan hacked into Hunter Biden's cloud account and got all this information, then you probably also believe that 
the coronavirus COVID-19 came from a wet market instead of the Virology Institute in Wuhan. So we need a quick recap because it is 2022. So let's just fast reverse, not fast forward, reverse all the way back into 2016 or even before 2016. Remember, Joe Biden was vice president under Obama. And at that time, Mr. Hunter Biden was working for Burisma in Ukraine and also had some dealings with the Chinese bank. Correct? Correct. We know that. We also have Joe Biden on tape telling the uh, Ukraine that if they don't fire a prosecutor that's going to investigate the company that his son works for, he won't give them the billion dollars in aid, whatever we give them, which is insane any way you look at it. The billion dollars we give them or him just basically doing a quid pro quo on tape. 2016 rolls around and Donald Trump wins the presidency and all of a sudden you hear Russian collusion, Russian collusion, hooker P tape, Russian hooker P tape, something steel dossier, yada yada, which is all false, all false, made up by Hillary Clinton herself. Then we have Trump makes the phone call to Ukraine telling them, look, there's some shenanigans going down. If be a great help if you could help us out, right? Then he gets charged for the quid pro quo like Joe Biden did, he gets charged. There was nothing wrong with the phone call. And then the impeachment start. Trump beats the impeachment. 2019 rolls around. People start gearing up for 2020. Uh, Hunter Laptops pulls up, uh, shows up with a bunch of uh, damning things there. The left-wing mainstream media buries the thing. You're getting bounced off of social media if you bring up the laptop. It's fake. It's not real. And then all of a sudden, we have a virus out of China. Miraculously, Joe Biden becomes the Democratic uh, presidential nominee, even though he can't put a sentence together and gets locked in the basement with everybody else with the lockdowns with COVID. And then they go ahead and change voting laws. Most of the world is locked down. George Floyd happens, and but then it's okay for leftists to burn half of the country down in the major cities. That's okay because of racism. 2020 gets closer. Trump at his rally says if Biden gets elected, we'll pay sky high gas prices, taxes will be crazy, economy will collapse, basically. And Joe Biden says that if he gets elected, there will be no vaccine mandates, everything, everybody will have freedom to do whatever. And then Joe Biden gets elected. Just as he steps foot into the White House, signs a bunch of executive orders undoing all the stuff Trump put in place to help our economy and mandates... Uh, vaccines in order to work, in order to go to school, and does everything opposite he promised on his campaign trail. Then they print trillions and trillions of dollars in order to help the country out in the pandemic, knowing that it's going to cause inflation and it's not the right thing to do. And all of a sudden, out of mainstream media, remember that Hunter Biden laptop? Guess what? The stuff was real. We confirmed it. Who knew? Oh my God. It was real all along. Huh. Strange. Then, all of a sudden, the evil Putin wants to invade parts of Ukraine. And Joe Biden feels that we have to help Ukraine from the evil Putin because he's going to take all over all the world and imposes sanctions on Russia and cuts their money off and gas and dealings with them and then decides that we have to print more billions of dollars to help fund this proxy war in Ukraine. And this war is so dangerous that we have U2 going there performing bands and songs and we have actors going there to support the great Zelensky of the Ukraine against the evil Putin, even though this war is so bad and it's killing everyone, celebrities just go in and out of there. 
Now all of a sudden, 40-year high inflation ever since 40 years, Fed's raised the rate on uh, more on interest rates go up. Market takes a tank. Everybody loses a lot of money. And all of a sudden now, he's not the most popular president ever. And now we have this hack that has all this information about uh, Hunter Biden coming out from the quote-unquote hackers from 4chan. And you should ask yourself, really, is it really hackers from 4chan? Where did this leak come from? If you follow the Democratic Party over the past decade or so or more, 15 years, um, you know they don't like to take blame or blame their own. They're basically like a cult. They can do no wrong. You see this with uh, Elliot Spitzer, Anthony Weiner, Andrew Cuomo. All these guys were taken out by some kind of scandal, sex scandal, when things weren't going right. They just didn't say, hey, I did, I messed up and I'm resigning. No, there was somebody involved, some shenanigans involved, and basically they took the blame and it couldn't. There was no other dirt on any of the other democratic party it was just them that's their that seems to be their mo so this can be a dirty way of his own party trying to take him out of the situation right now because everything is messed up uh you know basically stop the bleeding i don't know who they're gonna put in there or what they're gonna do but they have to get this guy out this is not doing anything good for the party the other scenario is we can be watching in real time the takedown of a corrupt compromised politician and his family by a bad actor third party actor uh, be it another country uh russia um or an agency of some sort or it could be china this guy has some type of ties to them or his son has type of ties to them uh he's running around in the ukraine doing crack uh and they're just taking having all this information everything they're just watching him they were just watching him it could be russia now like you know the war is going on and putin could just say all right release it he this guy's uh, getting out of control or it could be china for you know more things or who knows who it could be but they have somebody obviously has dirt on this guy and it's not good and it's just totally uh th the people of this country are losing faith not only in this president but in the whole system and that is can be a tactic to disrupt national security by another country we can be in the midst of world war three it's not your conventional World War Three that we're all that we all think of guns and tanks, but this can be. Look at Europe; they're having issues with energy right now because Russia's cutting them off because we got all these sanctions. You have Sri Lanka; they just had a big uprising. They overran the prime minister's uh, home and the central bank over there, and you have farmers protesting in the Netherlands because they're not allowed to have nitrogen because of some green initiative uh, there's things happening and you know we think war somebody's invading yeah you have putin quote-unquote invading ukraine everybody's like oh that's a war but there's other things happening look at the financial systems all over the world it's bad there, there this is a new type of war maybe we're in this is a new way to cripple countries without even firing a shot, just from financial and social ways, and it'll just fall apart. You don't even need to invade. There's, that's what it seems to me. But our politicians have more urgent matters to attend to, like the January 6th, quote-unquote, insurrection committee trial circus show, whatever they're doing. I mean, come on, people. This is... 
the couple of people walked. The one thing they're asking about is why Ashley Babbitt got shot. The, everything else they're asking except that one, like what, it, it's a circus. This is what they're worried about. Now, one last story I ran across today out of the uh, Associated Press. It's it just, I don't know, it's a weird, not a weird story, it's just, but it's weird. Uh, Mexican cartel ordered to pay billions for killing three moms, six kids from Mormon community. Bismarck, North Dakota, a Mexican drug cartel accused in the gruesome killing of nine women and children, an offshoot Mormon from an offshoot Mormon community must pay $1.5 billion to the families a federal judge from North Dakota ruled. The family members of the victims filed a lawsuit accusing the Juarez cartel of carrying out the November 2019 attack in Mexico as retribution for their public criticism and protest against the cartel. Cartel members fired hundreds of rounds of ammunition into the vehicle and then set them on fire. Mexican authorities said in 2020 that the mastermind of the attack was one of 17 people arrested. U.S. Magistrate Judge Claire Hochelhalter awards will be automatically tripled under Federal Anti-Terrorism Act, increasing the amount to $4.6 billion. The government can freeze assets of terrorist organization, but it is unclear if the U.S. Treasury Department holds any cartel assets. The Bismarck Tribune reported that the cartel did not respond to a published summons or have representation at the trial in North Dakota in March. The article goes on to list names and of the kids and the woman. Then it goes, the surviving family members include two widowers of women killed who were working in North Dakota at the time the suit was filed. Their lawyers said various family members were living in the state and working in the oil industry while traveling back and forth to Mexico. We went into United States courtroom in North Dakota seeking some acknowledgement of and measures of justice for the trauma inflicted on our family and we received it, said David Langford, the husband of one of the victims. Now, I'm not a lawyer, and what happened to this family is a tragedy. Uh, I get it. It's wrong. But how do you sue a cartel? The line that gets me is that the cartel did not respond to a published summon or have a representation at a trial in North Dakota. I mean, what what is that about? And the amount of money that is awarded because of this anti-terrorism act, $4.6 billion, you actually think a cartel is going to just come say, hey, uh, we'll pay that, we're sorry. Like, what, what is, this doesn't make sense to me at all. It's like this terrorist organization, the way they list it, it's like, is there a, they got a tax code, they file taxes, what are the yearly profits? It's like you're dealing with a business here. It's like, what do you, it's a cartel. Like, it's not, it's not Walmart you're suing, right? This is this not make sense to you or is it just me? As a country, maybe we should just make a class action suit against these cartels since, you know, they're bringing in drugs, they're destroying our societies, costing taxpayers dollars to fight crime and this and that. Let's just all, you know, put in a class action suit, the United States, people of the United States of America versus the Mexican cartels. And let's get an award like, you know, I don't know, one trillion, two trillion dollars. And then, you know, what, what, what does that do? How do you get the money from them? Now, if let's say the Mexican government does crack down on this one cartel and they arrest everybody and or kill or arrest and get all their stuff, you think actually they're going to say, oh, here, America, here's that $4.6 billion or this is what we got for them. Here you go. Is that how that worked? Because that's, you know, that doesn't start suing people in other countries, you know, let the gov other co governments catch these cartels. 
we're criminals and have them pay out money to us. I don't know. How does that work? Very strange times. And that'll do it for me today. I am Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. You could like, subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. Get yourself a new podcast app, Stream Satoshis. We like freedom of speech here. That's what it's about. Uh, no advertisement. We talk about the things the mainstream media doesn't talk about or look at it the way people look at it. So thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week.